Hello and welcome to episode 54 of Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begone Personal Organization. And today I want to talk about micro versus macro organization. I'm going to explain to you the difference between the two of them and then I'll give you examples about where you can use each one. I'm also going to give you some of the products that I like to use and some thoughts on the eco-friendliness of certain different types of products. So let's get started. The first thing I want to do is define what is micro and macro organization. So when you macro organize, you're basically putting all of your like items together. So let's say we're talking about sweaters. You're going to put all of your sweaters together. You might have long sleeve ones. You might have short sleeve ones. You might have three quarter length sleeve ones. You may have v-neck or crew neck or purple or blue or green or red or whatever they are. But macro organization would be that you just put all of your sweaters in a drawer. If you were going to micro organize your sweaters, then you would arrange them so they're sitting in your drawer by the sleeve length or by the color or by a combination of both. See, micro-organization is really when we break down the category into, lar- into smaller, more organized categories. Now, you might be wondering, which one is best for you? <laughs> That's a great question, and it totally depends. It totally depends on the category of stuff that you are organizing. It totally depends where you're organizing in the house. It depends on what kind of space you have in your house. It depends on if your children or your husband or your wife are going to access it or your parents or who's going to have access to this. How many people are going to have access to it? The more people who have access to a certain area in your house, the more difficult it is to keep organized and the more you may need micro-organization. Now, micro-organization does take a little bit more time to set up, but I think the time savings in the end for micro-organization is worthwhile. Now, I had a client this week and we were doing uh, paperwork and I was saying to her how like, we have to sort into larger categories. And she's like, well, why don't I just go ahead and start sorting you know, every single category all at once, even within the larger categories? And I said, because it will actually take you too much time to figure out how to put things in each category. So instead of figuring out you know, in the business section which receipt belongs to which business trip and which transaction belongs to what month, Put all of the business things together. Let's find all the business things and then we'll start to sort it by different category. And then after that, we can put each category together by date. And when you break it down, the task of organizing is actually uh, more manageable. And in theory, it takes slightly longer to do it this way, but it's a lot less overwhelming. And when you break down the steps, it's a lot easier to get the task completed, which is, of course, obviously the goal. We want to be able to complete all of our tasks. So what I want you to sort of remember as you're as you're thinking about, do I need to macro or micro organize is not only who's going to ask access the space or where it's going to be accessed, but also how you can get it into a micro or macro organized state, because that's important when you think about the steps of how it's gonna happen, that's really, really important. Now, I will say that um, 
we use the example of shirts and that's great, but I want to talk about maybe an aspect of your home that's accessed by more people. So let's think about perhaps the laundry room. Many of you might have a shelf in your laundry room where you're storing all of your fabric softener and detergent and dryer sheets and stain removers and any other laundry supplies that you might have. And it could just be all jumbled up on the shelf. And that's a really good start. At least it all has a home and a place to live because that's of the utmost importance that everything in your home has a place to live. But that would be macro organization. If you wanted to micro organize it, you would line up the detergent and then the fabric softener and then the stain remover and then the dryer sheets. And then you would label each place on the shelf. Maybe you would even put it in a basket so that it didn't move around and shift. And this way, anybody who came and did the laundry could easily find what they were looking for. It would be easy to see if you were running out of something um, and you would probably run out of things less. And it would also help just keep things in shape in the laundry room a little bit better. Now, I just want to say this as a side note. I personally use detergent, <laughs> but I don't use fabric softener. Um, you know, here in Israel, the water is hard. So to help combat the hard water, I use vinegar in my rinse cycle. Just about a quarter of a cup. You don't need much. Um, people always say, well, doesn't it smell like vinegar? And I'm like, no, the smell dissipates after a little bit of time. Um, it actually helps soften the water. I don't actually like the smell in Israel, the smells of the detergent and the fabric softeners are very, very strong, and I really don't like them. For detergent, I use the Ecover brand, the kind with the light blue lid. It's unscented. Um, I really, really like it. I think it really cleans effectively. I'm not down with making my own uh, detergents because it's not really good for the laundry machines. Um, as far as stain remover goes, I do use a stain remover. I use one that's made by Caldrea. It's called the Sweet Pea Stain Remover. Um, and I use, instead of dryer sheets, I use dryer balls, which I just leave in my dryer all the time. I also have a hanging rack where I dry a lot of my clothes. Um, you can go to the resources section on my website, balaganbegon.com, and you can see some of the supplies that I use. Okay, so I know that um, some of my clients, I'll give you another example about how to use macro and micro organization. So we just finished the holiday of Pesach, Passover, and I myself personally, I keep an inventory of everything that I have. Um, I have a spreadsheet, which you can also download from my website, belagonbegon.com. And um, I keep a spreadsheet so I know what I have. If something broke, I mark it off. I keep it from year to year. I usually have a wish list of things that I felt that I needed from one year to the next or if something broke that I need to replace. Um, but I just sort of pile it all into bins however it fits. But I do have a client and she keeps kosher and she puts away her pets off stuff based on what's meat and what's dairy and what's parev. And she marks the bins like with colored nail polish, blue, red, and I guess yellow. And then she knows she has all of her dairy stuff in one bin and all of her meat stuff in another bin. And then she goes one step further and she um, marks it like she uh, sorts it by what it is in that category. So the dish, all the, all the meat crockery might be in one uh, box and all the cookery might be in another box. And so 
That would be a good example of micro-organizing. I personally don't want to spend the time. I have, um, so I have three small boxes that hold my plates. I stack them in, in sets of six. And I have three, uh, three? Three uh, larger size bins, I think. And then I have one bin that just holds my wine glasses. And it's pretty small. And everything else I turn over from, from my chametz thing. So I don't have that much to store. Uh, but I just don't think that it's worth the effort for me to put it away like that because there isn't that much stuff anyways. And I think that I would need a lot more bins if I stored it, if I stored it that way. But for her, that really works. And it's worth the effort to put it away like that because then... She might not need the dairy stuff for the first few days. She doesn't have to stress about where she's going to put it right at the beginning when she really only wants to focus on the meat stuff. So it depends also on what's appropriate for your life. Like if in this client's case, it's not necessary to have the dairy stuff available to her right away. For me, it is. And I don't care if I encounter it when I'm unpacking. So I think you really need to think about, you know, what your what your needs are and decide if it's worth it for you to really spend the time micro-organizing when sometimes macro-organization is really enough. Now, there are certain situations where I would definitely um, advise you to please use micro-organization. For example, I would definitely advise you to use micro-organization um, when you're dealing with silverware in a cutlery drawer because there's a lot of sharp objects there and having it sorted with individual sorters and not necessarily labeled but sorted by category and not just thrown into a drawer is really, really helpful and best for safety. Um, Micro-organization saves time in places where you're in a rush. So it's a good idea to do micro-organization in your bathroom where you would want to keep all of your makeup together, all of your dental supplies together, all of your first aid together, all of your feminine hygiene products together. Exactly so that when you need something, you know exactly where it is. Now, again, you don't have to label it. It's not necessarily a necessity. It's helpful. I personally don't label probably 95% of my house. I don't think it's necessary for myself, but also don't forget, I have a lot less stuff than most people. So my makeup fits into one small bin. My dental care fits into another small bin. Um, you know, hygiene products can go under the kitchen, under the kitchen, the bathroom sink. Um, I keep all the medicines together in one place. I keep the prescription excess medicines in one place and I keep the over-the-counter in the shelf above it and I keep all of the first aid things in one little box. And for me, that works and nothing's labeled, but it's pretty evident from what it is. For most of my clients, I like to label because it helps them get the understanding of how to micro-organize in the first place and how to maintain it. It's a lot easier for maintenance. It's easier a lot of times for kids to have things micro-organized if they can read. Um, I'm sorry, If it's a lot easier for kids if it's labeled, um, if they can read. If they can't read, it's okay to put pictures on. But micro-organization for children can be tricky. So it really depends on the age of the children living in your house if you want to micro-organize. Because the thing is, is that 
Most kids don't have great executive function skills. Now, executive function can be learned and improved on, but it has to be practiced. So if you're willing to sit down and practice with your kids how to microsort, then kola kavod, great job, good for you, you're, you're winning at parenting. But we don't always have time to make sure that our kids are micro-organizing, like to put all the red Legos in this box and all the blue Legos in that box, and then to sort the six brick pieces by the four brick pieces by the one brick pieces. Like, I don't have time to do that with my kids. Now, sometimes my kids like to do that on their own, <laughs> but I don't have the desire for that. If all the Legos are in one box, I'm totally cool with that. The trucks are in another box. The magnets are in a third box. Whatever it is, the, sh the games all go on the shelf in the same place. As long as the like items are together with my kids' stuff, that's mostly enough for me. Also, I really don't sort their, their socks and underwear. They have them all in one bin. Um, my daughter likes to have them separated, but my boys don't care so much, and they're happy to like rifle through it. For me, it's not worth it necessarily sorting it because they make such a big mess anyways. Why should I waste my time? And I think that that also is an important aspect of things. Like, is it going to take more time than it's necessary to micro-organize for something that's not going to be able to be maintained? So with kids, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. It's funny because today I had um, a client who was saying to me how, like, it's so hard for her to get organized because when she was growing up, her mom used to say to her, clean your room. And she's like, I would love to clean my room. My room is such a mess and it's making me disorganized and I can't function, but I don't know how to do it. And now she's telling me that as an adult, thinking back to her child, you know, time, her, her time as a child. But she, but as an adult, I think that that's a very productive way to look back at your lack of executive function skills. Now, of course, I'm not saying blame your parents. What I'm saying is, is that we can make a difference for our children. Instead of saying clean, clean your room, we can be specific with them. Can you please pick up the Legos on the floor and the clothes on the floor and put them in the hamper and put the Legos in the white bin, okay? When we say specific directives to our children, it helps them micro-organize so that they can actually complete the task at hand because if they don't have a specific directive, just saying to your kids, clean your room, it doesn't mean anything to them. So in terms of um, organiz or in terms of getting them to get the job done, it's important for us to say it to them sort of in a micro way, whereas like we're going to say to them, put the Legos in the white box and put the clothing in the hamper. And when we give them the specific directives, it's as if we're micro organizing with them, but we can't expect them to organize to the fact like down to the different type Lego pieces all sorted by color in their own individual bins. Maybe some kids can do that. And of course it depends on their age, but if my, if your kids are like my kids, they probably have way too many Lego pieces to do that. Um, on a regular basis to make it enjoyable or to make it easy. And I don't actually think it makes them any more creative by being able to do that. For me, at least part of the journey is trying to find the Lego that you need. So I think that it's important to really understand the situation that you're in so you can really make the best choice as to what type of organization you really need. Now, 
just to um, sort of exaggerate on the children aspect of things, what I want to say is this. We are able to influence our children and their ability to organize. But when our children are suffering from anxiety or some other emotional thing that's going on with them, it's hard for them to stay organized the same way it is for you to stay organized. So don't sweat it if you want it to be micro-organized, even for yourself. Don't sweat it if it's not the way you want it. It's okay for it to not be perfect all the time. My house is definitely not perfect all the time. I think when you go on the organizational journey, it's important to remember that the less you, the less you have, right? The less you have, the easier it is to actually be organized. But if you're not at the point where you have less yet, it's still going to be tricky. So don't beat yourself up because this is, again, a journey and it takes time to get to the state of having a capsule wardrobe, let's say, or having, you know, just fewer items of clothing in general. Um, sometimes I have clients and they have so many clothes and they are doing you know, shopping as therapy. And I understand that, but then we have so much and we can no longer deal with what we have. And so the thing is, is, well, actually this is perfect. I'll give you this example. This week I had a, a client who had a lot of clothes and she said to me, I use shopping as therapy and that's fine. Or she shops because she's bored and she can shop online and it's easy and it gets shipped to her and she doesn't have to leave her house. And that's fine. You know, okay, if that's what you want to do with your time, that's okay. But what you have to remember is that you don't always have the physical space to, to store everything. And so what we did was we went through, we took everything out of her closet and we went through each piece of clothing piece by piece. Is this a keep? Is this a toss? And we sorted it into categories. And I said to her, listen, and that took a long time because she had a lot of stuff. And I said to her, listen, Today, we just sorted what you definitely don't want. In three weeks, at the end of this process, because I felt that her process was sort of a shorter one, um, we'll go back and we'll take a quick second pass at this. And I guarantee you, you will be able to say, I am not using that. I don't need that anymore. Because it'll give you a chance to go through a whole laundry cycle and really see what you're using. So I really want you to implement the second pass rule, which is to take a second pass at something because it will also help you micro-organize more. When you're first starting out with organization, the real key to getting organized is just decluttering, making sure that we have less. Because when we have less stuff, it doesn't mean that we're poor or that we can't afford nice things. It just means we have fewer things and it's a lot easier to take care of fewer things, number one it's a lot easier to organize fewer things and it's a lot easier to keep fewer things tidy. And that to me is the goal of organization is so that we're spending less time on our stuff and more time with the people that we love or doing the things that we wanna do. I don't know about you, but I personally don't like taking care of my stuff. When I'm looking at a sink full of dishes or laundry that needs to be put away or even laundry that needs to be done, I feel 
dread. <laughs> I don't really like it. I don't enjoy it. But I do it because I know that, you know, it needs to get done. And we all are doing things that we don't necessarily want to do or enjoy doing, but that need to get done. And it becomes a lot easier to do those things when there's less to do. It's true that the laundry takes me the same amount of time, but it's actually a lot easier now to put away than it was uh before. So I'll give you an example. I used to do my laundry when we lived in Riverdale. I, we used to have these big, uh, like four, four time loaders, these huge washing machines in the basement. And I would just go down like once a week and do the laundry. And it would take me about four hours all in all to do all the laundry. And that would be the sheets and the towels and all the clothes and everything. And, you know, I would stand there and I would fold it all and then I would bring it upstairs. When we moved to Israel, we only have a seven kilo washer. And so I sort of kind of have to run the dish, the dishwasher, the laundry machine every single day. And for me, in a way, that's better because the loads are a little bit smaller. It's a little bit easier to manage. I'm not feeling like I have to stand there for hours on end folding laundry. Like it literally used to take me an hour and a half to fold all of the laundry. And I would stand in the laundry room and I would fold it. And sometimes I would bring it upstairs and my husband would help me fold it. We would fold it together. But for the most part, I stood down there and I folded it. And now I just have these small loads where I kind of, you know, just sort them by category and then put them away and not everything necessarily gets folded as long as it's in the drawer. And I think that that also is okay. We have to sometimes give ourselves a break and allow ourselves to be happy with the fact that something is macro organized. And I think if you would look, come to my house and look through my stuff, which, you know, is fine with me, you might be surprised that it's not in perfect order all the time. Because to me, that's not worth spending my time folding my underwear so that it's all perfect. It, it's, I'm happy if it's stacked. <laughs> I'm happy if, it, if it's folded all perfect. But to me, it's not like the best use of my time. And so I also have to express that it's your call. There's no organizational police. Nobody's coming to evaluate you. Nobody's judging you on what the inside of your drawers look like. They just want to know, or you just need to know, that you can find something when you are looking for it. And that is the whole point of being organized. You always need to know that you can find what you're looking for. You always need to be able to find it quickly and easily. And that is the point to doing this whole thing. And if you're not, if you're not seeing that as the point, then stand back and reevaluate the situation because figuring out what your goals are for organization is also really important to help you get to the destination on this journey to organization. So figure out your goals, decide if macro or micro organizing is best for you and decide based on the space of your home, the accessibility of your home in terms of who's using these items and what works best for you.
because ultimately I can sit here and tell you this is the best system for this and this is the best system for that. But each and every one of us is different and it's really hard to say this is the best system for everyone because all of our minds work differently. You have to do what's best for you. So let me know in a voicemail or an email. You can email me at Rebecca at balaganbegone.com or Rebecca at RebeccaSaltzman.com. That's R-E-B-E-K-A-H. Um, I want to hear what you got to say, what if micro or macro organization is your love, <laughs> whatever your love is. Um, and let me know if you have any burning topics that you want to discuss because I would love, love, love to hear with them, to hear what they are. If you're on Facebook, you can check out my group, Organizing in Israel. You don't have to live in Israel to join it. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Balagan Begun. So I'm looking forward to hearing from all of you. And I want you to remember that um, the mantra that I always like to repeat to myself is Hashem keeps me organized. Um, but you, I would love to hear what mantra works for you. Just repeat it to yourself over and over and over again, and eventually it will be true. So I hope you all have a happy week and a productive organization week, organized week, an organized week and productive organization. And I will see you all, or I will speak to you all next week. Happy organizing.